0: Welcome to the ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. The subject of this week's ESPN Roundtable is Sacramento State Defensive Coordinator Andy Thompson. Thompson is in his first year as a Sacramento State Defensive Coordinator after having spent 13 seasons at Northern Arizona. He played football at the University of Montana, including on the 2001 National Championship team, and in 2003, the first year of Bobby Houck's tenure. Andy Thompson is a lifer in football, and in his first year as a D.C. at Sac State, the Hornets are first in points allowed and total defense. They are also now ranked for the first time since 2011 at 15th in the nation. They host Montana this Saturday after having beaten Montana State last Saturday. Please enjoy our
1: conversation with Andy Thompson. Have you ever searched for your team on television and they're nowhere to be found? Paradise Falls has you covered. Paradise Falls has 30 TVs with ESPN3, giving them the capability to broadcast every single game you can imagine. Paradise Falls has 18 draft beers, a brand new menu, and a variety of delicious food to choose from. Paradise Falls opens 7 a.m. until midnight and located at 3621 Brook Street in Missoula. No matter who you follow, FBS or FCS, any team, anywhere, you can watch In Paradise at Paradise Falls.
0: Andy, thanks so much for being with us. How are you?
2: Doing great. Appreciate you guys having me on. You guys do a great job covering the Big Sky Conference. So pleasure to be on.
0: Well, we appreciate that. We're happy to do it. We enjoy doing it. And and let's start with that uh, Big Sky Conference because Sacramento State was a team coming into this year with a you know first year head coach and Coach Taylor and and and, and a new staff. Uh, in you know that you obviously assemble, including yourself, that. You know, when you have a guy like Kevin Thompson, I think people think, okay, you know, this this team certainly has some guys, George Robina, of course, as well, uh, that can really play, but what are they going to do on the field? And what you have done really this entire season, including last week's uh, just dismantling of Montana State, has been really impressive. What what to you has been special about the first half of this year? Why have you been so successful already? Oh,
2: I think, uh, first off, our players have done a great job, and uh, they've really into everything that we've tried to coach him um and been very coachable um I think coach Taylor's done a great job of putting together a great staff Feel very lucky to be a part of the staff and um uh, i think just in general our guys prepared really well for the season uh, they they worked really hard um last winter and then the summer and and then through fall camp and and then they've come in and done a good job each week preparing for every opponent so um been very uh very happy with um, everybody's preparation each week. It's been great.
3: As a guy that's been in the Big Sky Conference for two decades now, what was your impression of Sacramento State before you became a coach there? What did you think of the place and just the potential?
2: Um, my impressions were, you know, for a long time, I um, didn't know if they you know, had the funding um, when they moved to FCS football mm-hmm. um, compared to the other schools. Um, didn't know much about Sacramento, hadn't spent much time here. Um, knew that there was always um, some good coaches and good players that had, had uh, coached there and, and played there. They were always um, very, very competitive um, a lot of years. Um, but didn't know as much about it, but I uh, knew definitely um, the area, because I have recruited Northern California, that there was a lot of good high school players up here and uh, that definitely could... Uh, see it as being a a great
0: place to uh to coach you know what i know about sacramento the deftones that's (laughs) what i know about sacramento california and thank you very much for them because uh they've been an important part of my life for decades too uh andy when when it comes to this past weekend you know sacramento state has been a program that's building i know that you guys believe in it uh And, and the potential what it could be. But potential is only potential you know, until you then you got to do it. You go on the road to the number six team in the nation and really a very good and very talented Montana State team, and you had your way with Montana State this weekend. What What did you do? What was the preparation like to go against a team that is, frankly, very one-dimensional but is elite at that dimension in the running game and really forcing 30 pass attempts almost in this game Saturday? Um, I think we didn't
2: do anything different than we ever, we ever do really each week. We played some really good opponents, um, played two really good teams on the road in Arizona State and Fresno State. Um, so I think we approached it the same way we always do. We try to look at what they do really well and, and try to and try to take that away. And then um, they got a lot of other things they do well. They throw the football well uh, at, at times, um, and they did that on Saturday to us. Um, so I don't think I don't think we changed a bunch of things other than we really knew some of their key guys that had a lot of touches and tried to concentrate, you know, on doing a good job with our fundamentals of tackling those guys. And, um, more than anything, um, we're on our team. We just want to hold up our end of the bargain. we got a great offense. We've got good special teams. Um, I think, you know, being a part of a, a great team is, is trying to do your part every time. So I think on the defensive side of the ball, we were. We were trying to do that and get some stops so we could get the ball to the offense as many times as we could, um, hoping that they would do the, the same things they've done all year.
3: Andy Thompson, veteran coach in the Big Sky Conference, defensive coordinator at Sacramento State, joining us on this week's ESPN Roundtable. And Andy, one thing that Jeff Choate said yesterday at his press conference, was, which I thought was very interesting, he said, all year long, when it's been been a physical game, we've been able to use our physicality to outlast teams, just to out-physical them. And he said, I think that Sacramento State punched us in the mouth and we didn't really know how to react. It didn't go how we thought it was going to go, I think, was his specific line. So what can you say just about the physicality of your team? Because Montana State, especially up front on both sides of the ball, one of the most physical teams in the Big Sky Conference, but you guys went toe-to-toe and probably even won that element of the game on Saturday. I
2: think, yeah, I think as a defense, um, we were physical on Saturday uh, against a lot of things that they did. I think we played with good pad level, and that's what everybody talks about when they're talking about physicality is playing low and playing square and and doing a good job of tackling in the run game. And I thought our guys did an excellent job of that for a lot of the game. Um, I thought, you know, our our secondary did a good job um, of tackling. Um, They have some big big kids running the ball sometimes, especially Anderson. Those aren't easy tackles in the open field, and I thought we found a way to get them on the ground and give ourselves a chance to to uh, play another snap of defense, um, obviously the goal line stand was um, was a big part uh, of the game there from our defensive line and our secondary. Um, so yeah, I was very pleased with how physical we played. I think our guys um, take pride in that. Um, they're doing a good job of, of of stopping the run and rushing the passer. And also, you know, our secondary and linebackers do a great job uh, of filling off of those guys. So definitely was pleased with how physical we played.
3: The defensive staff at Sac State is interesting because you guys, several of you, yourself, Craig Paulson, the defensive line coach, Cherokee Valeria, the secondary coach, you guys all have so much experience in the Big Sky Conference just at different schools. How much has that helped you guys just in transitioning to being on Troy Taylor's staff and when now you're, when you're in the heart of league play, you know, preparing for opponents that you already have familiarity with since you guys have been around the league so long?
2: Um, I, I think we definitely have some, maybe can answer some questions if somebody knows, you know, where the game's at, you know, uh, but most people can look that up. Um, but no, I think we we know the conference as far as uh, some of the teams and and what they've done and and you know what it maybe takes to to have some some good teams in the Big Sky. But I, I think our coaches that even haven't coached in the Big Sky are very knowledgeable um, and do a great job. I think the big thing is we're working well together. I love having Coach Bolson and Coach Cherokee, the guys you mentioned. Um, Jerry Le- Jeremy LaPan is also a guy that played at the University of Montana. He's mm-hmm. our special teams coordinator. Um, uh, Tyler Osborne's dad coached a long time ago in the Big Sky, but we have quite a few um, you know, connections to it. Um, but more than anything, it's just how we interact with our players and how um, hopefully we get them excited to play each week. Because the players, we don't get to go out there and, and and take any snaps anymore, Um, as much as I I still think it would be a lot of fun, um, our players are doing it. So a lot of the credit should go to those guys. They do a great job of, of getting prepared and going each week.
3: Come check out the best late happy hour in town at Paradise Falls. Offering $3 micro brews, half price cocktails and appetizers, and much more, Paradise Falls Late Happy Hour runs from 9 until 11 p.m. Monday through Thursday nights. If you're in the mood for an evening cocktail or you're just getting off the golf course, swing on by 3621 Brook Street. As the days grow longer, come enjoy the sunset on Paradise Falls' spacious back deck while enjoying a beverage. Paradise Falls, located at 3621 Brook Street, opens 7 a.m. to midnight. Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot.
0: You know it's interesting uh, with with Coach Taylor there, Andy, because he he's a guy who is such a great coach at the high school level, and then goes on and is a hugely successful offensive coordinator both at Eastern Washington and then of course at Utah. But his first time being a head coach, uh, you know, at the FCS level, he's compiled quite a staff. What is it about him and his reputation that so many guys, including yourself, said, "Yeah, you know, that's a guy that I think I'd like to go, you know, coach for and coach with."
2: Oh, I think he's a tremendous person. First and foremost, um, very caring, um, very detailed, very smart. Um, if you're around him for more than uh, you know two or three minutes, you're like this guy really understands people. Um, I think he's done a great job of being caring but demanding. Um, I think we hold our kids to a, a high standard, but they know that we love them, um, and that's what he preaches: love. That's our. That's our. Uh, program motto that we're going to love everything we do. We're going to love being around each other. We're going to love um, going to school and getting the opportunities you do. Um, and he doesn't want people to fear him. Um, and I think uh, just that message is is very powerful. Um, and I think a lot of uh, the staff um, wanted to to be around him because he had been so successful at different levels as a player, being an NFL quarterback. Um, coached at Cal early in his career. He's just been successful everywhere he's been, and it's because he's um, such a good person. I know he's a family man. Um, he's got three kids, so that was important to me. His son, you know, is a water boy along with my son every day at practice. And so it's a good environment um, to raise your children around, um, and I just think he treats people really well.
3: It's easier to tell this kind of thing when the, the guys that are called and the players are on the sidelines, but you guys have both get, play callers on the sidelines. Which I think is is great. It's atypical, but uh, I think it's awesome. I think you guys can engage with the kids so much. But watching Troy call plays on Saturday, he just looks like he's having so much fun, and it, it reminds me of a couple other guys that I've seen throughout the years in the league. Uh, but you know, just watching him compete, you can tell he gets a, a, a definitely a competitive buzz off of calling plays in, in the line of fire. And I thought his comment in the Sacramento Bee yesterday article about you guys are getting ranked for the first time since 2011, he said, it's a game, it's not a grind. And I thought that was so yeah. refreshing because so many guys treat it like such a grind and it seems like Coach Taylor's just having so much fun. How much fun is it to work for a guy that likes to have so much fun like that?
2: Yeah, no, he. he it's great. It's a lot of fun to be around. and um, you know, He's very well prepared, so I think he's very confident when he's calling plays because he prepares a lot in the offseason. He prepares every day. Um, and people that are very... Prepared, you know, are more confident. And I think that's the thing about him is he does a great job of getting everybody to know exactly what we need to do and then let's have some fun doing it um because it is a game and it's a game that everybody got into because they loved it. And uh, he definitely wants us and he wants the players to uh you know feel that way all the time.
0: Andy Thompson joining us. He's the defensive coordinator at Sacramento State, former University of Montana football player and uh, been a coach in the Big Sky for uh, quite a number of years now and obviously the uh, the road gets no easier for Sacramento State you guys I mean I I think honestly have the the most difficult conference schedule of anyone in the Big Sky when you look at uh, stem to stern the road that Sacramento State has to go through uh, this conference uh, schedule so now when you have Montana coming to town there's so much to talk about here but what I want to know first is You've played Montana plenty of times as a former Grizz, but as an opposing coach. How is this one different, especially now with Bobby Houck maybe back as the head coach at University of Montana?
2: Oh, I think Coach Houck's done a great job. Their skill positions are very talented. They're big up front like they always are. Um, I haven't watched a ton of their defense, so I I couldn't comment on that side of the ball. Um, I have watched their offense a lot, and I think the, the thing that makes them so good is their they're not uh, a team that you can just key on one skill player. They have all five guys that are involved. And then you have a quarterback that can run, he can pass. Um, so it presents a lot of problems because they're so balanced in everything that they do. Um, they've got great wide receivers on both sides. They've got a slot receiver. Obviously, that's one of the best that's played at that school. Um, so I, I just think they're very balanced. I think they're very well coached. Coach Rosenbaum has been doing it for a really long time. Coach Pease has been doing it. Coach German was there when I was there and is a really good coach. Um, coach Green is a, is a good friend, and I know how well he recruits. Um, and so they have a really good staff, and they've got a really nice um, group of players that are playing at a really high level. I mean, the quarterback's buddy has been the player of the week three weeks in a row. Mm-hmm, uh, they yeah. didn't get to play last week, but that's uh, that's a pretty incredible feat right there.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of weird to have almost two reigning players of the week playing each other because <laughs> right. uh, uh, Dalton had yeah. it and then a bye and then, of course, Kevin Thompson. Well, I'd like to ask you, though, about Dalton Snead specifically because so often it's easy to look at the skill guys, especially the receivers at Montana. But Dalton Snead, what is it that stands out to you when you are scheming it up to go against him? What does he do well or the best maybe to you? What What, what really do you have to deal with?
2: Well, I think just – you know before you even talk about his skill set he just seems like such a tremendous leader he's diving after balls he's diving for first downs he seems like really their uh, their heart and soul of their their team I think he's really um, looks well prepared um, knows where to go with the football um, he does a great job of of you know changing the play at the line and getting his offensive line in, in rhythm and then I think the other part about him you know when you're dealing with a really a, a veteran quarterback is he understands what the defense is trying to do, um, and so he makes a lot of really good decisions. And then his skill set is—he's got a really, really strong arm, um, especially throwing the ball to the wide flat. You know, a lot of quarterbacks won't even do that. He throws the ball all over the field, so he makes you defend it wide, and then he can throw the ball deep. And they've done a really good job of connecting on a lot of big plays. Um, and so they're just—they're—they're they're rolling right now. Uh, it's going to be a great test for our defense and um, I really think they're playing as well as any
0: offense in the country. We'll be right back with the rest of our conversation with Sacramento State defensive coordinator Andy Thompson right after this.
3: Sometimes it's stressful juggling all your responsibilities on the weekends. You know you need to do your chores. You know you want to spend time with your family. But really, you just want to watch football all day. Paradise Falls is the perfect option for a family-friendly place to hang out and still have a chance to catch all the games. Open 7 a.m. till midnight and offering breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Paradise Falls has 30 big-screen TVs, ESPN3 capabilities, and much, much more. So you go by Paradise Falls on Brook Street anytime you're in the mood for some food or some football. Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street, Missoula's. Coolest hotspot spot.
0: Welcome back to the ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. Please enjoy the rest of our conversation with former University of Montana football player and first year Sacramento State defensive coordinator Andy Thompson.
3: You've been on the, around the league long enough to know that sometimes there's just these absolutely special players on the outside. I mean, from Cooper Cup to Keelan Doss to Emmanuel Butler, guys that. Quite literally, if they are healthy and, and they're rolling, you can't stop them. Montana seems like they have a couple of those guys, mainly Sammy Akem, number 18. I guess Idaho State, you know Montana's down 17, nothing, and they just isolated Akem on the wide side of the field and just threw him the ball over and over and over again. He had eight catches for 104 yards in the second quarter alone in that game, and that really sparked their comeback. When you're watching him on film, how big of a challenge is he, especially just given his his natural physical talents?
2: Oh, I think he's very good. Yeah. He's physical. He, he catches the ball at all levels. They run a bunch of different routes. Some of a big guy like that, you know, you'll just get him on certain routes, but they bring him on under routes. Um, they throw it to him, you know, curls, they run hitches with him, they run fades. So definitely a huge challenge. Um, and again, if you put too many people over there, they have the guy on the other side, number eight, that's really fast, made a lot of good catches, throw, you know, runs really well down the field. Um, so, yeah,
0: it'll present a big challenge. You know, Andy, you got some dudes on your defense, though, that are pretty good as well, and there's plenty of names, but I guess maybe the guy who stands out the most, George Obina, had four tackles, three of them for loss, two of them sacks on Saturday against Montana State. What do you got, big George, standing there, you know, uh, pass rushing the passer and just doing what he does on the defensive line? What kind of disruptive force is he? Oh, he's,
2: he's very good uh, we joke he looks like the mannequin that's sitting up in our office yeah. <laughs> you know the guys other um, big guy um, he's done really well and coach Polson has done a great job um, you know coaching him and getting him playing I think we got a lot of other guys too that play really hard really well um, George has done a good job with the sacks and he'll continue to do that that's something that he loves um, but you know you got to get him in those situations also so I think our defensive tackles have done a great job. I think Wyatt Jones has done a great job. I think Erickson has done a great job. Um, I think, again, our secondary and our linebackers have made a lot of plays to get them into situations where George would tell you, now he can go do what he does, um, which is rush the passer. Um, he's also done a good job in the run game. So I do think it's a collective group, but it is, it is definitely great having George O'Bina on our defense.
3: No need to show your hand in terms of the specific schematic stuff that you guys. are What are you doing. talking
0: about? <laughs> Give it all to us here. You lay it out.
3: It's like Bobby Akai says. Game plan question next. No, yeah. but I, I want you to just talk about calling defensive plays in the big sky in general. How has your defensive philosophy evolved, and what do you think of just being a defensive play caller in college football in general? Because it just seems like the offenses are at such an advantage right now. So, how have your theories and philosophies changed?
2: No, oh, I love I love calling defense. I love coaching. Um, it's great. It's a lot of fun. It's a challenge every week. Um, going from, you know, the Arizona State running back who was, you know, led the Pac-12 last year to to Fresno State and Northern Colorado's quarterback, being one of the all-time passers there, um, to Southern Oregon had a receiver that was really good. I think he's going to probably be in the NFL. Um, I mean, I could go down the line of guys that we faced already, and then um, Montana State, all the all the guys they had last week, and. I think it's a great challenge. It's a lot of fun. I think our guys like playing defense. We like to play defense. Um, As far as the philosophy, I mean, it doesn't really change. You always want to, you know, you either want to stand there and let people hit you or you want to go attack them. Um, Not really into standing around. Uh, (laughs) My personality with my guys, (laughs) if I tell you, we want to go attack people. And you can attack people with a lot of different ways. Um, three-man rush, four-man rush, five-man rush, six-man, you name it. There's a lot of different ways to do it. The key is hopefully your kids are confident in what they're doing so that they can attack. And um, we try to get them as a defensive staff each week to do that.
3: What's the dynamic like? Because you were for Jerome Sowers for so long, and Jerome's a defensive-minded guy. He was the defensive coordinator at Montana for a decade-plus. And I know that he really handed it off to you, but you guys worked – kind of together, what's it like now working for an offensive-minded coach, a guy that is, uh, you know, that that is the primary play caller on offense and has such an offensive philosophy?
2: I think I've learned a lot from both. I learned a lot from Coach Sowers. I thought he was, was great and helped me develop a ton um, in every walk of being, you know, a coach on defense or offense. And Coach Taylor has been very similar. We've talked a lot of football. And we actually lived together for three months when I first got here. There was actually six of us in the house. Wow. Um, Living with, with your no boss, furniture. full move. <laughs> yeah. So I met the guy, uh, first time I met him was here. Then we moved in two days later. So um, we got to know each other really well. We ate a lot of meals together. And so I feel like I've learned a lot of football from him. He's got a vast knowledge of, of different schemes and different things and way to do things. So um, I think that's, that's the great part of football is it brings you together with so many different people and you can learn so much. Um, about football but also life, and I think I've learned a lot from definitely those two people, and um very thankful for my time at, at both places.
0: Andy Thompson joining us, defensive coordinator of Sacramento State. Sacramento State hosting the University of Montana in a top 15 in the nation matchup, 7 o'clock kickoff night game uh, at Sacramento State. That's 7 o'clock Mountain, Andy. I know it's 6 there. I don't want you to be late for the game, <laughs> you know. Um,
2: yeah, I gotta, I'll got be ready. Okay, I,
0: I, I bet you do know when the kickoff is. That's good. Uh, you know, when you're watching a game as a fan or even covering it with the media and stuff like that, sometimes it's obvious you can see when a kid has made a mistake and the fault is on the player. But a lot of times it's sort of hard to tell and assess whether, whether uh, you know, if something goes awry, whether a kid made a bad play or whether, you know, the 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 scheme wasn't exactly what it should have been. Is it hard to tell that as a coach or is it easy to know hey that's on me or us as a coaching staff or hey that's on you you got to fix that and how do you go about trying to uh you know self scout as a coach about what you guys are doing and then also understand hey when it's just a player who 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 wasn't in the spot he was supposed to be in?
2: that's a great question I don't think I've gotten that one before um you know I think you have to as a coach um, definitely admit when you were wrong i can definitely think of one you know when eric barrier scrambled for 92 yards because we brought a blitz and that was probably not my best call of my career (laughs) um um, but you're going to live and learn and i you know i told the players that you know that it wasn't a great call by me um you know if he had moved five feet to the right with the unblocked blitzer then it would have been a good call. so I think you, as a play caller, you know, you're always trying to, you know, put your players in the best situation. I think your players are always trying to make plays. There's no one out there going, "God, I'm going to screw this up" because I want to do that. Um, we put in way too many hours and, and effort that no one's trying to do things. Um, I think the big thing is, do you do you make the same mistakes constantly? And as a coach, yeah. I'm really. Trying not to make the same mistake twice, and I hope my players are the same way. They don't want to make the same mistake twice because um, then we're not getting any better. um But yeah, that's that, that's a huge part of of each week and each part on Saturday. And I'm definitely not a robot. I get a little emotional once in a while, and then got to get back and you know coach the guys up and and move on from the play. You can't let one play you know linger for a whole drive, especially how fast these guys are going on offense. You know you give up. 21 points if you keep dwelling on a mistake.
1: Have you ever searched for your team on television and they're nowhere to be found? Paradise Falls has you covered. Paradise Falls has 30 TVs with ESPN3, giving them the capability to broadcast every single game you can imagine. Paradise Falls has 18 draft beers, a brand new menu, and a variety of delicious food to choose from. Paradise Falls opens 7 a.m. until midnight and located at 3621 Brook Street in Missoula. No matter who you follow, FBS or FCS, any team, anywhere, you can watch In Paradise at Paradise Falls.
0: I believe I've got this right. Your last year, your senior year at the University of Montana, was Bobby Hauk's first year as the head coach. Yeah. Yep. What do you remember? Now I know he was on staff. What do you remember about playing for Bobby Houck in that season?
2: Oh, I mean, I had—he was the third head coach that I played for, right? Um, and uh, you know, we had Coach Glenn before that. Um, Pretty much the I
0: same think, guy, uh, right? Joe Glenn, Bobby Hauk. Is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cookie you know, they're cutter. both
2: different on some things, but. <laughs> Um, you know, I really enjoyed Bobby. I thought Coach Houck was um, really good to to myself. Um, and I thought he, you know, he had a different style, but he really cared about his players. He definitely tried to help me numerous times um, when I was getting done playing, trying to help me get into the profession of coaching. Um, you know, I've, I've kept in touch with him throughout the years on, on different things um, throughout coaching. And, um, you know, my senior year was... We had a lot of guys coming back, and we had some injuries. Craig Oakes had, had an ankle injury, and we were having some, you know, kind of a crazy season. Um, but I thought he, he did a really good job of getting everybody focused and uh, keeping things going. And we made the playoffs, and fortunately, we lost in an overtime game um, at home. But um, I, I have great memories of my time at University of Montana and Coach Hauk.
3: Well, Last question for me, speaking of the past University of Montana, Craig Paulson's a guy that was an excellent defensive coordinator at UM, 2003 to 2009 on Bobby Howick's staff. Now he's coaching defensive line there. We talked about just your guys' familiarity with the Big Sky Conference, but Coach Paulson, I I remember just watching him coach when I used to go to practices, and he's he's such a unique guy. He's unintentionally funny, certainly, because of just the way he is and how hard he coaches guys. But watching your guys' Mm -hmm. D-line last week, man, they play so hard, and you can tell Coach Paulson's had a huge influence on them. So, what sort of elements has he brought to your staff, and what's that like having such a veteran guy who's been a DC for so long uh, coaching on your staff with you?
2: No, it's it's great. Yeah, I had Coach Paulson as a freshman when he was a D coordinator, and then he left, and then he came back, and he was my position coach as a as a senior, um, and then same thing. You know, helped me get my first job at Eastern Oregon. One of the coaches he knew. So got me into the profession. You know, he had three boys um, and was raising a family, and I thought that was really cool that he could be a college coach, be successful, and also have a family. Um, And then when this opportunity came up with the defensive line, I just remember thinking um, he got me so prepared as a player um, to play in game um, that, man, I would love to have our kids have the same opportunity that I got. And, uh, and and obviously, he's got so much knowledge. He's been a coordinator for, you know, I think 20-plus years. Um, and so it was a great opportunity for me to learn and, and have somebody on the staff that was familiar, like you said, with the Big Sky. He does a really good job with the defensive line. He also helps a lot with what we do um, on defense. He's a good resource for me, he's a really good resource for our whole staff. Um, and we're very lucky to have him, and I, I think he's brought a lot uh, on the field and also off the field um,
0: uh, to the program. Andy, last question for you: A lot of times, new coach, new coaching staff takes over, and it's kind of a building process. But Sacramento State, you're good right now. What are the expectations for this season for your for your football team?
2: Oh well, the, you know, I don't know if we have you know an expectation that we want to be our best. I mean, when you're coaching and playing, you want to get the most out of everything that you can do but I think that's always the number one goal are we are we playing as well as we can play and we're always aiming to you know to play for that perfect game and along the way hopefully we'll be really good or excellent um so it doesn't really change um coach Taylor we just look at the next opponent and that's what we kind of do every week and you know this week we got a really good one um and so we'll keep doing that um so we don't really look too far ahead it's really uh, you know, Coach. Uh, i thought this was great he told me hey every every practice is like the super bowl for coaches that's the chance where we get a chance to go out and make the players better um because when we get to the game they they either know it or they don't know it um so every day uh is the super bowl so today when we get out there at 3:30, we'll be ready to go and try to get these guys prepared
0: sacramento state montana saturday night Number fifteen, versus number five. It's going to be great. Andy Thompson, the defensive coordinator, the Sacramento State Hornets, with us on the ESPN roundtable. Andy, thanks so much.
2: Thank you, and we really appreciate it. Again, we got a lot of family in, in Montana, and I know they're hopefully listening, and and uh, you know, always anxious to come back in the summer and be around Missoula. It's a great place, and enjoy your guys' show. So appreciate you having me on.
0: This has been the ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. The ESPN Roundtable is a collaboration between 102.9 ESPN Radio and SkylineSportsMT.com. The Roundtable airs every Wednesday at 5.15 on 102.9 ESPN Radio during 2 Telenuanas, and and then again at noon on Thursdays. It also exists as part of the Big Sky Breakdown podcast series at SkylineSportsMT.com, where you can go to listen to the entire archive of Roundtable Conversations. The Roundtable is presented by Paradise Falls at 3621 Brooks Street in Missoula on the south end of town near the intersection between Brooks and South Reserve. An excellent place to sit both with your family, open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Also have a great late happy hour, half-price appetizers, and $3 draft beers. 18 rotating beer tap handles at Paradise Falls, as well as 30 televisions, all equipped with ESPN3. You can watch any game and really almost any sport in comfort at Paradise Falls. They have a great updated menu. If you haven't been or if you haven't been in a while, go check them out. com online. Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. This has been the ESPN Roundtable. Our thanks to Andy Thompson for joining us for the conversation and our thanks to you for listening.